Hey, it's Cody. And Matt. And thanks for joining us for another episode of The The Coma Coma Cast. Cast. Matt, we're going to be diving into all things involving the LGBT community, including our own lives. And don't forget our cats. We don't want to forget them. The Coma Cast starts now. Podcasting from the Lone Star State in Southern California, you're listening to The Coma Podcast with Cody and Matt. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Comacast. We thank you for joining us. Uh, we are glad that you are here. If this is your first time here, oh, my God, we thank you for listening to us, and we appreciate it <laughs> so, so very much. If you're a listener who's been with us from the beginning, uh, we appreciate that as well. Uh, there's some exciting things coming uh, in the fall here. Um, we have some special shows coming up, like Halloween I can't believe it's almost time for the fall. Like basically the fall is here. Christmas show, Thanksgiving show, New Year's show. Y'all love the Christmas show. Uh, we're going to be talking. That was still so weird to me. I was, we just right? recorded that for fun. We weren't even going to do it. We're like, you know what? I have time. I'm feeling festive. You were feeling the same. So we sat down and just talked about Christmas and everybody loved it. I was like, so none of these exposés on anything we've talked about or all these other, other things we've done. And it's like, you guys want to hear about Christmas and Hallmark? Okay, you know what? That's fine. Um, <laughs> sure. But yeah, it is season three. So for season three opening, we thought it would be fun to just kind of kind of reintroduce ourselves, talk about kind of things that what we do, what we're into, and a little bit where we started and where we are now. So if you I'm- are just joining us and are just getting to know us, you are welcome to go back through our old seasons. We'll talk about a little bit what those were so you can kind of pick and choose if there's anything you want to go listen to. If you have any comments, you're always, always, we always welcome comments and feedback. So you can either send them to us on the Twitter, on Twitter, to us individually. You probably have our phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, and, yeah. Well, here's the other thing. We didn't have anyone do it in the past seasons, but we'd love for you to do it. I know. But we do have a phone number. You can leave us a voice message. We'd love to play it. Uh, and that number is on the screen. But we'll also, uh, and again, I say on the screen because we're also on YouTube. Uh, so you can watch video versions yeah. of this, but uh, our phone number is 858-876-4256. Uh, and it's on our website and it'll be on Twitter and everything else. So if you want to leave us a voice message about something we say or participate in something we've done, that would be really fun um, as well. But yeah, like we Matt love guests. Yes. Uh, as Matt said uh, in season three here, we're going to have some guests. We're going to be talking to people about allyship, uh, trans issues. We're going to be talking about sex. And everything Ooh, involved with that. That's it. Um, I think we should do a sex, like a safe, um, safe sex episode. Not even just about wearing condoms and uh, things like that, but like you know, proper uh, like lube and different things that go along with it. When to recognize it? Maybe you have a problem. Maybe you're, nope, that's normal. That's fine. Things that just kind of you know, things how to be open with your doctor, having provider, you know, the importance of being open with your provider, you know. They're not going to ground yeah, because, you for sex. Just be honest with them so they can help you make good decisions for yourself. Yeah, because some of those things you may not know about or it may be something new right. to you, depending on how you grew up or how you were taught. I um, mean, it might be new to or you. Or not and taught. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we want to be able to provide some information or insight. Uh, we'll also be talking about medical stuff and uh, things that affect LGBTQ community. So there's a ton of stuff that we're going to do, and I think y'all are all going to enjoy it quite a bit. Um, but we wanted to get the uh, show started a little bit with a little bit of an icebreaker here. And we're going to do a game, swipe left or swipe right. Swipe left, swipe right. 
ranch dressing. Ugh, left. Swipe left. Bye. No. Ah. Uh, so if you paid any attention, I knew that what answer was going to be, but he doesn't like ranch dressing. Don't. And it's just an abomination. I, it's like, I don't even know how I can even do the show now. Well, I'm lactose intolerant too. Well, that's so true. So even if I liked it, even if I liked it, it would make me very sick. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, but I love ranch. Okay. Uh, swipe left, swipe right, Stephen Colbert. left (laughs) (laughs) oh wow I think I would swipe right I think he's fun Uh, I especially love his new show I didn't really like the Comedy Central show much but a lot of people did Uh, okay swipe left swipe right pineapple on pizza (sighs) I really could go either way Um, I'm fine without it I'd say swipe left only because I mean it's one of the that's one of those I wouldn't call an order for myself, but like if I was at somebody's house and that's what was there, I would eat it without complaint because I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can just pick the pineapple off if you don't like it, if you're out or whatever. Yeah, uh, I so, yeah, I would probably, it's a hard one. I like it, but like, I guess if I had like five pizzas in front of me, would I choose that one? Probably not. So I guess yeah. in the moment, I'd swipe left on that one. Okay, Matt, what do you got for me since you did do it yeah, right? Yeah, I went a totally different direction. So I oh. thought it, yeah, because I thought we, what I thought we were doing, I took it a little more like childishly mm-hmm. and we had talked about doing some holiday episodes. So I looked up the top Halloween candies of uh, Cody's home state, which would be Texas where I where I live now. So the num- I, they had the top three listed and the number one so swipe left or swipe right starburst <laughs> okay first of all how is that the number one candy oh I, no uh, idea. I don't know the validity of this test <laughs> so i like starburst but like i don't like eat them a, a lot um and i only like pink ones i think we had a discussion about favorite oh yeah there was, you know, you're right flavors. there was a pretty heated discussion about like and you like orange or something, right? I, yeah, I do. It's my favorite. Uh, no, I was pink. Uh, or I like red. The, I like orange, pink. I like. I pretty much like all of them for the most part, except the red. Yeah. I don't love the red as much. Oh, I love the red. But all uh, the others okay. are pretty much apples. If it was a pink Starburst, I would swipe right. If we're talking Starburst in general, uh, I would probably swipe left. Like um, I like it. It's like the pizza thing. I like it, but I, if, I think- like at the store, I don't choose a Starburst. I think number two, swipe left or right, uh, was Twix. Or no, I'm sorry, it was Reese Cups. That's right, it was Reese Cups. Uh, that's the definite right. That's like a super uh, like, super like. Yeah, super. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I looking have... on uh, Tinder Plus to be able to access that <laughs> one. Got it right. Like it. I about lo- Sour Patch I love Kids, Reese's. which was number three. Sour Patch That was the number third candy. What are these weird candies? Reese's makes sense, but Sour Patch Kids? Yeah, I did not uh, think the other two were as popular as they were. Sour I'm Patch surprised. Kids remind me of like Warheads. Like they're there, but who gets them? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Sour Patch Kids. Uh, again, I like them. Uh, I probably like Starburst more than Sour Patch Kids, so I'd have to swipe left. Swipe left. And then um, I have a bonus question. Uh oh, bonus. So, Three Musketeers. Swipe right. right. Yes. Okay. Three Musketeers is one of my absolute favorite candy bars. Like totally 
I will stop and buy a Three Musketeers and a Cherry Coke and then not sleep for about 10 minutes because sugar doesn't actually affect me that way. I just like it. Um, so I've always loved Reese's like ever since I was a kid. So that's that. Yeah. Uh, Reese's then, is um, like top tier for me. Then Three Musketeers has always uh, been like a really big favorite. And I, so like if I would be go to the store, I wouldn't usually get Reese's because we have like Reese's at the house or something. So if we were at the store when I was little, I would probably get a Three Musketeer. Always did. I just love it so much. The Halloween, you know, get the little bite-sized candies. I like to take out all of the Three Musketeers. My kids, you can't have it. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about me and Matt. Who are we? Because if you haven't been with us on this journey, you're like, who are these two guys? And why do I even care to listen to them? Well, and you might still not, but that's okay. You still might not, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to know who Matt is. It's a mystery. There's a lot of fun with yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I don't think Next. it's that much of a mystery. <laughs> who are we? Who we Matt talked about that we're in different locations, and that's true. We've never met in person. Uh, I'm in San Diego. He's in Texas, in San Antonio. So we're doing this, you know, all these hundreds and thousands of miles apart from each other. Virtually, which yeah. is great that we're able to do that because the magic of the new new way well, of doing things. We've tried. We've recorded this for the longest time. It was recorded off FaceTime, and that was an adventure. We tried it with Skype, FaceTime, some other programs, and then we came to Restream. And then um, we use Anchor for our podcast. So um, we hear us talk about it in an ad. That's why, like, they have been our launching point for everything. So they've been always great to us. So, you know, a lot of places aren't super friendly to LGBT content, but we've never had a problem with support getting, you know, we've never had anything censored. You know, they just kind of let us, they just let us be, which is, I think, what we most want. Um, yes. Yeah, doing all of this and uh, we have to move around our houses because we don't have a dedicated set. That's always a challenge. Um, I've been a student off and on um, trying to get into nursing school. Um Actually, I'm starting clinicals from the from well. I think the week this this episode. Yeah, happening. I think so. Yes, um, this is one of the few things. <laughs> yeah, I might have started this week. Um, you can tell I haven't started yet because I haven't started crying yet. <laughs> like I don't look like I'm drying tears. Y'all are gonna see but... the progression. We'll have to like have like a <laughs> screenshot of now and then, and then after like, December, like a after month. first semester. <laughs> I'm like weeping and I look 14 years older. Um, but yeah, doing this. So I finished this, my undergraduate two years ago in May of 19. I went back at 30 ish. I'm 35 now. Like I went back at what 30 or 31. And with my job at the time had a education benefit. So I collected First all my all, credits. Guys, do y'all think he looks 35? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but I collected all my credits and I love psychology. And I finished it. And then while I was doing that, I st I still am looking to possibly become um, a psych NP, our nurse practitioner that focuses in psychology. So I decided to take everything and move it forward towards nursing. So I completed the prereqs I had left. I started applying to schools and I got in in April. And I only cried once because I've been wanting this since I was 24 years old. My initial goal was to finish my RN at 24. Well, life happens. The economy crashed twice. And I was a Florida resident in 2008 at 22 when the economy crashed the first time, which kind of just gave up because I didn't have any family support. So I just sort of like gave up because I didn't know what I was doing. So throughout this whole podcast journey, I, you know, 
been working towards uh, three goals. I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to write a book, which has become a book series. I'm in the middle of writing book two now, and I wanted to be a nurse. And in the middle, and I'm like, okay. And my husband, David, said, well, do it. Why not? So I've been trying to do everything. And I was become really depressed at my job. And of course, I told Cody what I wanted to do. And he's like, quit your job. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, he's like, quit your job. And I'm like, I'm not quitting my job. And my husband, quit your job. And I'm like, I'm not quitting my job. I like, I'm the breadwinner. Like, not that my husband didn't have a job, but I had been at my career for five or six years and I got promoted several times. I was a claims adjuster. I started just property, just making liability decisions for a couple of states. And by the end of it, I had promoted all the way up to handling very severe. I could handle literally everything like litigation. I can do all of it. And I even stepped over to my last job when I got promoted. I took another job with a different company where I could take a step down responsibility that was a little less intense. Um, but I promoted so quickly and I was just really good at the people aspect of it. But the metrics and the corporate life, just like every job, just kind of wore in me. And every day, I loved working from home. I love my colleagues. I love the industry. I liked helping people, but I never felt, and I even worked in the injury department. I was an injury rep and handle and I still handled property. I still did everything, um, which is common, but I wanted to do more and I didn't think I could do it from behind my desk. And so Cody was like, quit your job. Come on, babe, quit your job. And I'm like, I'm not quitting my freaking job. I quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) She listened the peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure. Um, I did not just walk out of my job because sometimes people think that I just got like handed a a check and uh, a blank check to run. That is not what happened. Um, I planned. I knew how much time it should take me to get into nursing school. I left room for error for classes I still needed, classes I might need to retake to get better grades, you know, like A's instead of B's kind of thing, or retaking things from like 2004 when I first went to college. And then the world collapsed. And it set us back like six months to a year because I couldn't show up at schools to make sure they had my information. So when someone said, oh, we don't have it, resend it. So delays, 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 not even knowing you're being delayed. And then everything kind of started falling together. And then Cody and I were in season one and season two. And now we're opening season three. And Cody and also my husband and my friends, <laughs> all like three of them, um, that's my cats fighting in the background. Um, they, and well, and in the middle of this, we've had several major life events happen to both of us. Like we talk about in an old episode where I took a DNA test and learned I had a completely different bio dad and four siblings. It became like a whole wild ride. And so all of this happened during this adventure as I was getting to know people and learning that I actually did know who my bio dad was. They were family friends of ours, <laughs> you know, and, um cody yeah it's a crazy story it was wild and it's not even the wildest part of my life it was just more of like a oh no that was fascinating (laughs) y'all um and then cody here has had um his own adventures and traumas (laughs) it's it's been a journey kind of all of the above (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so like my background is um i'm originally from texas and um i don't know sometimes my accent comes out it depends on what we're talking about um, it'll just, it'll just blow out of here. Uh, but I'm from Texas originally. And what color are clouds, Cody? This is my favorite one. Blue. Oh, sorry. White. <laughs> <laughs> Thank 
kidding me? I am smart, everybody. Uh, they're white. <laughs> Do I say white. that weird? White. Oh, you never say it like that. You always say white. <laughs> white paper. White meat. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear it. It'll slip. I, I, it'll, it'll slip. I'll slip. Um, yeah, so I'm originally... <laughs> originally from texas um and so like my background after i got out of high school and college and all of that stuff i started working at the tv station uh in texas and i was uh hired as an assistant morning producer uh i was the morning assistant morning producer for like um i don't know maybe like three or four weeks and so like the training period's like two weeks you know uh and then like the third or fourth week um the morning uh, producer was like, um, so I'm not going to be the producer in the mornings anymore. I'm moving to the weekend show. Um, and I was like, okay. And then the, like, <laughs> I was told that right. in the morning, cause I did the morning show. I, so I had to be there like at three in the morning. So then when I came in in the afternoon, cause I was still training. So I was training with the executive producer at that point. Uh, my news director was like, so I I'm sure you heard. Um, but would you like to become the morning producer? I was like, okay, sure. So like four weeks into this uh, journey uh, in TV, I became the morning producer uh, in charge with producing the morning show. So the morning show is one of the watch, most watched shows in television because everybody gets up, watches it before work, before their kids, uh, you know, getting ready, their kids ready for school. So it's really watched. And I was the one responsible for choosing every single story that we ran. Like everything that people see, I chose and partially wrote um so that was like such a big thing to like be giving me that responsibility when i was like 20 i think um and in Baby charge of a morning show uh so then i did that for like about uh i think like a year almost a year and then at that point the executive producer then was leaving and moving to a different city and a different tv station and then so then they were like oh do you want to become the executive producer and so then I became the executive producer about like a year, year and a half into me working in TV. I became the executive producer, which meant I was in charge of all the shows, like the content, how we did them, uh, the format kind of of them, the feel of them, because each show is kind of feels different. The morning show feels way different than like a, a, a afternoon show or than like your news primetime show. And that background um, has been everything and how we do this, because I don't know the words for things sometimes and I struggle with my speech. So sometimes explaining things is really hard. So, but when, I'm, when we were coming up with ideas, one of the words I would use is feel specifically, I want this to feel a certain way, or I don't think it should feel this way to do this when we're talking. And you knew exactly what I meant. And, and this is again, from thousands of miles apart, Cody's trying to like read my mind and but is that it's your background and how and how long did you do this? Um, so I did it for 10 years. I was in TV for 10 years. And it, during that period of time, I also started doing on camera work. So I was the entertainment reporter. So anything, any musicians that came into town, any like theater things, I did stories on them. So I, that was a great thing. I also got to meet people from American Idol and um, Grammy Award. Sometimes he posts throwback musicians. pictures and they're just so cute. They're just What's it was also though is like kind of Benjamin buttoning here because I swear you look younger and healthier and more refreshed now than in your pictures <laughs> when you were like in your early mid twenties. I know everyone like, keeps saying this. I don't know. It's the right. California. It's the California life. Uh, so I did that so, for ten years. 
well, we talked about how I quit my job. No, tell the nice people. <laughs> so I did TV for 10 years. Uh, and then um, uh, there was a period of time that gave me the opportunity, I guess, to move somewhere. And I ultimately, it was like, well, I've got to move to a different city to further my TV career. Do I want to keep doing that? Because in TV, it's like, it really takes up a lot of time. It's hard to have a family. There's a lot, there's a lot to it. And so I'd been doing it for 10 years. And so I just made the decision um, and had the opportunity to move to California and do freelance social media work and social media consulting with small, medium-sized businesses. So I ultimately took that leap. It was so scary to just be like leaving a job of 10 years. It was my only big job that I had had because I had started so young. And, you know, I had experienced so many things and, you know, got to work with people like at network level, like, um, and doing stuff with Today Show and CBS Evening News. Um, so leaving that was really hard because it was an exciting life uh, lived. Um, but then now doing freelance social media work was a great thing. And then I've been in California now for about six years, I think. And so that's been an exciting change in life and the way things are. And I guess, as Matt said, it makes you look younger. Um, <laughs> I think it's just not being like, I mean, I'm sure obviously because with these jobs come, come a paycheck benefit packages, things that we're taught that we want. And I mean, I wasn't mistreated at my job. I mean, I, I mean, we all have our bad days. You all, everybody has their day that even if you're doing what you love, that you're like, if one more person shows up at my desk with that attitude, I'm going to be, well, I'm going to be on six o'clock news, you know, yeah. like, but, and I've told Matt this, I think for me, um, because I was the executive producer and then continued doing the morning show. So I would wake up at three in the morning, go into work do the morning show, leave work, go home, sleep a few hours, then get up around two o'clock, go back to work. And then I work all afternoon, evening, sometimes staying there till 10 o'clock. Uh, but I could leave a little earlier. But then I'd eat dinner, like, you know, like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then so I didn't cook. So I only got fast food um, because it's late. And then sleep for a few hours and then have to be up at three. And so I think doing that five days a week, drain my body i didn't realize it at the time that i was like so tired or so exhausted um but it's just clearly it looking a back distance yeah yeah i i think the same thing and i mean i worked from home and i wasn't even working by the time i left my job i was not working 50 60 hours a week anymore and i was working from home but when your job is car accidents and injury now when i left my first adjuster job to step down a little bit my job was I was working 50 to 65 hours a week to keep up because it was just a heavy, heavy caseload. Every adjuster was doing it. And every lots of my colleagues walked away from the industry changed. I, I changed jobs to try to stay. And mm -hmm. then ultimately, it just wasn't gonna it just too many regulation changes to make it comfortable. But by the time I left, I, I was also just tired all the time. David was convinced I was going to lose my shit and tell someone to F off like at my desk. Because he would hear people just screaming at me through my phone. And it's, people think it's okay to talk to you that way. And eventually you don't, everybody has a limit. And I knew I was approaching mine and I didn't want to burn a bridge. And, um, but I remember when I left my first adjuster job, every day was serious car accidents. And, you know, you have to leave that at work because 
along with those accidents, I also have photos of those accidents. I review everything. So I've seen horribly gruesome things and I can't help anybody. I can't comfort anybody. It's I'm kind of the business aspect, but it is also my job to comfort people and get the information out of them because I'm the one that's going to help put some closure to this so they can focus on their families and not the paperwork, not the the rough parts. Because, But when you do these jobs, you're making people relive some of the most horrible moments of their lives. And it could be everything from their own accident to their child's accident to, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. Texas is a big state, but much like the gay community, it's really big, but everybody somehow knows everybody. And, um, and I handled multiple states and it just became something I just wasn't passionate about. And I knew I still wanted to help people, but I felt like I wanted to be more involved. So hence me texting Cody a picture the other day of me and my student nursing scrubs. Do you know, I know. Oh, do you know what? Um, well, by the time, by the time this is released out, it should be here, but my stethoscope arrives tomorrow and my, my shoes and I'm like, Oh, this is getting quite real. That's so exciting. You know, I'm like, oh, gosh, it's real. (laughs) I'm doing this. What have I gotten myself into? Um, Yeah. When you leave these jobs, you leave behind that security because, yeah, it's frustrating to drag yourself to a desk and be feeling like a rat in a cage. But every two weeks, you get a solid paycheck that, you know, after seeing what happened in the economy the last, you know, my entire adult life, my husband and I worked really hard that when we finally were able to buy a house or he was able to buy this house um, that we kept everything as condensed as possible that we could handle it. And which made it possible for me to leave my job in the way that I did. Mm -hmm. And it was not pretty. It was still not pretty. It was still uncomfortable and scary, but it was still the right thing to do. The great thing about it is that you did have David there with you. Um, And so like, if if you've been listening with Matt here, Matt is married. Um, yes, I am David, <laughs> and he is my husband. I, I again have not met either of them in person, but they both seem we like we did amazing do a Q and A with David. It's a whole like hour where we talk about uh, Matt and David, how they met, and their relationship, and it's really good. Everyone loved that one. Well, David's perspective on things—he's a very different person than I am. Um, also, David so is always, great on camera. He is funny. I so I know how funny he is. I know what he's like, and I just. I love when the world gets to see that, see him. And because I mean, some people don't like to show off their partners or like when their partner has any sort of spotlight, they like to like yeah, get insecure. And I don't think that's cute. I think that, know. you know, is a beautiful person. Be happy and I want the world to see. Right. Your, uh, um, other, and if they have a great accomplishments, like be really excited about that. Like that, right. that's a he great got thing. got into nursing school too, by the way. Um, I don't talk about it on Twitter because it's his news to share. Mm-hmm. But like at this point, everybody would know. But um, he starts in either August or January, depending on the, the school has, mm-hmm. you know, just where his slot is going to fall. But he's going and he got accepted to a um, a very prestigious program as well. And so but his schedule allows him to work my school schedule because I'm in a different school. It doesn't allow me to work. So we had to go to two separate schools and he was just like, well, just go to the one you that's the one you want to go to. Stop worrying about the other one. Let's just deal with it. So, you know, but that's that's been what we're doing. So if you're wondering how we're recording and releasing episodes in the middle of a work week, this is part of our jobs. Like this is what we love doing it. But we schedule this in. This is what we do. And we (laughs) we do 
I still love doing it. Do you do you still like doing this? Yeah, no, I totally love doing it. I mean, I think one of the great thing is um, is interacting with the listeners and um, seeing that they enjoy just listening like to it and, uh, and the lives watching us and interacting with us. Um, and, you know, that's the one thing with the podcast. You it, We still want this to be interactive. And so, again, <clears throat> we'll have uh, the phone number up on the screen. Also, uh, it's going to be in the YouTube uh, comments or the section description section will be in the email, but the number eight, five, eight, eight, seven, six, four, two, five, six. You can call us and talk about anything we did. So like when we were talking about the swipe left or swipe, right, if you want to comment on those and tell us what you would have chosen on that, my cat just, showed. well, I was <laughs> um, going to say, but- uh, that's one thing we have not talked about, um, about me and Matt and who we are is that we both have cats. Yes. We both have two cats. If you've listened um, to the first seasons, you know we have cats. It's- <laughs> if you're ever on the live show that happens on Friday at 5 o'clock Pacific, um, you always see Salem. Salem always jumps into the screen somehow, or he'll jump and the, my lights will fall on me and everything. But I have a uh, Yeah, a that was cat. actually a scary one. Salem yeah, a black cat, Salem. He is a rowdy little boy. Um, I got him. Uh, he was actually a stray cat who would visit the neighborhood quite often. He just came to love us so much and would always come in the mornings and evenings. Um, and then we decided to just bring him into our house. Uh, we made sure, you know, who wasn't anybody else's cat, no microchip. And got him all the shots and everything he needed. And now he's part of the family. Uh, we originally had Ella, uh, my little golden baby girl, Um, she's the sweetest thing. She does not usually make an appearance, although she has sometimes. Um, but she is sweet as ever. Yeah, she's sweet as ever. Um, not just cats though, for me, I do have chickens. I have a lot of chickens that give me fresh eggs. And so sometimes you'll see me talking about that. And I have a huge garden, um, where we grow carrots and potatoes and corn and vegetables like crazy peach trees, orange trees, limes, lemons. So uh, that's what keeps me busy uh, when I'm not doing this. Also, not he working. does have an entire like line of this stuff. It's like expanded Morningside merch, right? It's still running. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, see, I am a good work husband. I know things. <laughs> uh, uh, put it on the screen here if you're on YouTube. And then also, again, uh, in all of the links sections, um, link to my live feeds of the chicken coop. So you can tune it in any time. And watch the chickens sleep, eat, uh, or just hang around. Um, it's kind of fun to watch sometimes because sometimes they are pretty crazy on camera. Um, but yeah, yeah I, this, I, is, doing and this episode was just supposed to be about us just talking about this is supposed to, this was intentionally a random episode. Just to let you guys like hear us talk um, when we're not talking about, you know, crime or a news topic or an LGBTQ specific topic that uh, because there's the news is almost never good for the last five or 10 years. So like, that's why we try to not do that full time because it's exhausting. Welcome to season three. Thank you so much for tuning into us and joining us every week. We really appreciate it. And like I said, you follow us at the coma cast on Twitter and pretty much anywhere else that you want to be. We have socials everywhere, or you can follow me, the poetic and S and as a Nancy S as in student, because it stands for the poetic nursing student or Cody at uh, Cody Rodriguez. Yes, uh, lots of options for you to see our content. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, pre- and interact with us. Interact with us. Uh, but until next week, uh, we hope you have a great week and weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.
So, hey guys, we want to remind everyone um, that you can keep in touch with us on all of our social media channels, um, whether that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can do all of that at the Comacast. And we definitely love to interact and hear from all of our listeners. All of this is not possible without you guys. And if you don't mind rating our podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast uh, provider is, just leave a comment. It's greatly appreciated. And thank you for joining us. See you next time. Thank you.